Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Fantasy Football Breakdown Podcast. I've heard this is episode 209, which sounds pretty crazy. Uh, I'm your host, Two Drink, and as always, my boy Swags is here. What it do? What up? I almost had to mess with you there. I could, I know, I could, I know this song so well. I know how well you know it. I know you're waiting for that beat. I, I could AO in my head the minute you said it. <laughs> the second you said it. Yep. Yeah. I just wait for that one little boop, and there it is. I got to run with it. It's on point. So speaking of running with it, um, why is this so easy? I ha- <laughs> well, well, we're gonna find out how easy it is oh, for you shoot. because oh, you do not know what we're talking about today. <laughs> I uh, told you yesterday I have an idea and then just like to run with it. And you asked if you needed to know. And I said, nope, we'll figure You'll figure it out. Yeah, we showed the All world right. our show sheets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> check out check out at Swagzilla0G on Twitter to find out how this show sheet came together. And to be <laughs> honest, that's as much prepping as we normally do. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah, no, actually, um, I was thinking after that tweet or after. Uh, yeah, after that tweet, I'm like. This dude gave me all the work. Like I'm, I'm putting together all. I'm doing the hard work. I got to get ready for the the two minutes of the show that takes all the work. That's true. <laughs> That's not something you can just throw together. That needs to be planned a little bit. They've gotten but. harder over time. It's it's weird. I think part of it too is just um, growing up, knowing each other. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just gotten it's gotten harder to come up with twelve two-minute breakdown questions, but it's still an awesome part of the show. Well, at 209 episodes, if you, you know, and give or take, I don't know how, I don't know how many you have done compared to me there, but we're still talking about what, what, what math is that? I mean, 21, 2200 questions, 180 shows with 12 questions. And I think that that's probably playing it too safe. Sure. I think that, I mean, that's a lot like, um, of drugs to figure out that math right now <laughs> so <laughs> so you'll see how good of prepping he did later on in the show he has no problem for what i'm about to drop on and to be honest i kind of didn't want to tell you because i don't know if you'll like this topic because this is a little outside of uh, i think just how you think even so i'm gonna i'm gonna start this way um after we released our last show I had a guy on Twitter reach out to me and was like, oh, I'm so glad you're back. Great to listen. And then just immediately started dropping me all kinds of fantasy football questions, which I'm very used to with him from before. But as you know, I haven't been as active on Twitter with all the personal shit going on and that kind of stuff. And for a second, I was like, man, this dude just jumped right into it, didn't care. And then I was like, nope, this is exactly what I needed, right? Like from him, like just right back into it, back and forth. So appreciate you, Joe. But I'm going to I'm going to kind of run with something that you asked me. And it starts with Aaron Rodgers. And it basically comes down to what are you willing to pay for Aaron Rodgers? Like, is he worth what, what is he worth to you right now? Is that a player you're willing to trade for and flip it the other way? If he's on your team, is that somebody that you should trade away right now? So I'm going to ask you, what is Aaron Rodgers? What, what would you give up to get him right now? Give mm, give up to get him. That's a tough one, man. Right, because there's so there's so much unknown. So that's kind of that's kind of where I'm gonna run run with this show for at least a little bit. Uh, I might maybe give you like uh, I might I might start by offering you somebody like Matthew Stafford for your Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Um, I know there's a huge age difference. People have high hopes for Matthew Stafford. I think Matthew Stafford is an awesome quarterback. 
I haven't moved away from some of his recent back injuries of the last two or three years that we seem to quickly mm-hmm. get away from. Um, so I might kind of take that kind of route, if I'm being honest with you, or some kind of perceived starter in the NFL. Okay. I think it depends on what team you talk to, too, because some teams like think they have just like completely lost equity like a player that's not likely to play again it's starting to get to that point though where i think he's going to come back so uh, i'll allude to the next question because that one for me is easier and and we can go back if you want but i for me if i have aaron Rodgers, which i do my move is i'm I'm fine with him i i like him on my team but the time to move him will be in two weeks when he comes back and plays joe cool as if he this was the plan all the time i don't know why everybody was so worried and because that's how i think this is going to kind of play out dude is older midlife crisis type type (laughs) stuff like he wanted a a teacher gig for the summer he took the summer off that that's how i'm viewing it maybe i'm completely wrong here but my play is to hang on to him until he's either we know he's with the packers or you get that trade hype when he goes to Denver. Because I think those are probably the two scenarios and how it plays out. And then people feel better. And there's going to be it's going to be easier for you to move him for something you feel just as good about. Or whether you split the stocks on it, which I would go for another quarterback and a wide receiver or running back type player. Mm-hmm. Or just kind of get out. But I do think it's time to get out. Aaron Rodgers is is truly showing that he has other aspirations in life. Whether they happen in a year or five years, we have no idea. But he is showing to us that he does have other things that he would like to do still. And so you just never know when he's just going to be like, you know what? Like, ah, last summer was fun, but I think I'm done. You know, I don't know. You You just never know. So I think I'm kind of out. But when the time is right, I think we're still going to get a couple decent years out of Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I wonder. I wonder if some of his mindset changes if if he does get out of Rebay either this year before the season starts or like in between next year or whenever that is. Whenever that changes, do you see him rejuvenated? You know what I mean? Does his mindset change and that kind of stuff? Obviously, we don't know. That's the part that you, as the listener, have to decide for yourself. Which what risk or level of risk you're willing to take for that. Um, Pick wise, right? Like uh, every starting quarterback to me in the league is worth a first minimum. Like I just in Superflex, I just think that like that has to be the case. Now there are question marks like Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, because we don't know there's an unknown there, right? But like I think once that position is known, I think a quarterback should not be worth less than a random future first because the value of that position. Uh, picks wise, though, right now, what what are you willing to give up to get Aaron Rodgers? Or is that not a move you're going to make right now? Is is one random first next year, which I don't think would do it. Like, can you give up more than that? Because that's where I kind of like I would definitely give up a first, but I don't know how much how comfortable I would be giving up more than that. Yeah, that's such a tough question for me. Like, I've kind of gotten to this weird point where I've learned from some of my past mistakes in drafting or like trading too many first round picks away for a player I believed in. And even Mm -hmm. sometimes when that player hits and you the trade seems right in the moment, it sometimes pains me to see what you do with those two or three firsts that I gave you for that one player. And you're just thinking, Mm -hmm. wow, he just. He had to wait, but man, those I traded him those picks. You know what I mean? Right. Even if they were, it was a pick I required from you and somebody else, mm-hmm. but then I grouped them all together and gave them to you for somebody. I, I'm just, I'm trying to think. And sometimes we get them wrong too. Sure. But so to give you more than a first for Aaron Rodgers 
or any player is very, very tough for me, honestly, mm-hmm. any player. And I know that sounds crazy to some people because I know like the values there and the player is going to do this and that. But I think that for me, my move is more to give you like that first the Stafford or yeah. Like yeah, that first yeah. yeah, first with Stafford, maybe a first in Mac Jones or something like that. You know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. then you still have your quarterback, you have some future, but I know what I'm getting rid of and it rather than wondering what you're gonna get. It just pains me sometimes and uh and it all works out. I don't think any yeah. of those moves have been like detrimental to my teams, but I don't think any of the players that I brought on board for like two or three firsts like necessarily Put, made my team that much better than the other top teams in the league either they they helped don't get me wrong but um sometimes it's yeah. it's nice to have some of those picks and like a, a little bit of revolving door which we've talked about mm-hmm. in that competitive rebuild and and for me sometimes too like i'll look at a team and i'll be like all right man i've been doing pretty good but i haven't had a first rounder in two or three years like i'm i'm not trading any 22s or 2023s away on this team because I, I'm going to need to eventually replenish this a little bit and and keep some control over my youth. Yeah, no, I mean, we, me and you have definitely had some back and forth trade discussions. I mean, forever, but even even let's say like prior leading up to the 2021 rookie draft that we had, we have had in some leagues and start talking and, and you throw me like a 2023 second, right? And I'm like, what's well, so far away let me go look and then i go and look and i'm like that's because this fucker doesn't have anything between now and then like that's literally <laughs> the best kind of like best pick you you have i just got his earliest that. pick for the next right? four that's, years that's the best one he has that's why he's including it so like okay i get that side now but that's not really what i'm looking for so i i get your point there but kind of coming back to it so uh, topic discussion whatever it's kind of like players worth more to your team than they are to trade for like value wise. And I know dynasty value and we create that value and market is kind of where you sit, which is why I know this is maybe a little, little different out of the way that you play in mindset, which is why I didn't want to spoiler alert, tell you about it beforehand, just, just to see if I could throw you off a little bit. So Aaron Rodgers, I have written down, I wrote guys like Brady cause it's the age, but we saw him do amazing stuff last year. Seems like all his weapons are only healthier and nobody really believes in running back to the point where they're going to take away from Brady. And shit, they added a pass catching back in Geo, right? That might even help him even more. Um, I have Fitzpatrick down because I know, and I, and I continue to see it on Twitter from you writing about uh, Tyler Heineke, Heineken, yeah. right? Like, make Looking sure you in. pick him up, that kind of stuff. And and I wrote down Watson, right? Just just stay on the quarterback here, not to make it all super flex show at this point. But those are the only quarterbacks I wrote down. All those guys have a lot of inherent risk around them. Um, any of those guys, do you feel better about trading for or feel better about going into the year? Like, with, like you don't really want to go acquire Tom Brady unless you're all in for right now, right? Like, even how the Bucks mm-hmm. are. But, like, are you? Are you able to trade Tom Brady away and feel good about it? Or is that a guy that you're going to have to ride out on your team at this point if he's still there? I think you can find somebody to trade Tom Brady to at some point if you want to. But you're um, taking a random future. You're taking a 21 second next year for him? No, I'm probably right. not. At that point, I'm riding it out. I might as well just right. ride it out and see how long he lasts. Because I think he's at least worth the first, honestly, even right. at this point. Um, the guys like Tom Brady like also scare me because like Tom Brady's and, and same with like Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. there. If they get a bad injury and it's anywhere more than eight to 12 months of recovery, they get a right. taste of real life. It They're older. 
it takes them longer to rehabil- rehabilitate. You know, Tom Brady might just be like, man, I had a lot of fun with my kids. I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to go through this recovery process again. So those elder guys start to worry me unless I am getting some kind of a discount. I think I'd just rather go for like some of the guys that you don't like. And and I know you don't want me to go back to this direction of like the glitches in the market value, but like maybe, and I don't even know if these are glitches, but I might rather take a risk on some young guys like Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, some of the guys that you see a little bit of shade on here and there. Tua, like give me some Tua all day. Like I feel yep. like Tua is going to be the guy there. I still see people saying to go get Stidham because he's going to be the guy there. And I, I think that's mm-hmm. just hogwash. Like that's right. a silly way of thinking. Like people are going to be disappointed that they didn't go get Tua. That's how I feel. Like he's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes type value increase. I don't want to say he's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes, but people didn't yeah. love Patrick Mahomes like they do today going into that second year. Right. Um, they, they, including myself. I mean, I wouldn't say I didn't love him, but I, I'll not quote myself, but I remember talking to you about Patrick Mahomes and being like, oh, you got to look at him as any other rookie that's coming into this class because Mahomes didn't really play last year. So we don't know what we're getting because he was behind yeah. Alex Smith. And then we saw him a little bit at the end of the season. One and game, um, yeah, 17. I was kind of like, yeah, you got to kind of wait and see. Yep. So I think Tua is kind of going to be that next guy that if you wait too long on, it's just you're, you're not going to like the price you have to pay. And I've and I've seen that on Twitter a little bit, and I'm definitely all for trying to acquire Tua. Um, and I feel like I see a lot that his value is down, and go trade for him until you try to go do it, and then yeah. nobody wants to get rid of him. So maybe it's just not in the right leagues or the right people that I'm in. I would definitely, I mean, I would give two first next year for Tua if I had it, and I, I think that will be a steal come the end of next that. year. Um, uh, but yeah, I can't. I can't seem to make that trade happen yet. I, I would love to get some Tua on my team. I would do that. I, I, um, even after everything I said about the picks and not wanting to trade more than right. one away, but I, I would do that. And I and I thought about guys like Sam Darnold and stuff like that, even when I was talking about this. But I feel like I can go acquire them and and I can trade them away too. Um, at this point, if I have a Darnold on my team, I probably want to hold it because I do believe that his value is worth more to my team than maybe what I can get unless I find that guy that's really all about that Brady OC offense there and, and them slinging it around and having all the weapons and him being away from um, Trash Man Gase and, you know, finally having that breakout like every player that leaves Adam Gase increases. Obviously, it's not really true, but we have seen it with some higher profile guys and we expect it from Donald this year. I don't have any more quarterbacks written down, so uh, I want to trade this just a little bit and, and wonder because you went to Donald. Does it have to be older guys here that are worth more on your team than they are to trade? Um, or can it just be questions about their workload? So I, I know you're very big on James Robinson. I think even still. I think you've come around a little bit to Eaton kind of taking some out of way, but I think you're still a big component of James Robinson, probably getting a decent workload at least this year. But nobody wants to give you a whole lot for that guy now, right? Like, because it's Travis Etienne's team and Urban Meyer came in and, and went and drafted ETN. Obviously, we can't go back in time, but all the talks of Urban Meyer being heartbroken that Kadaris Tony was gone and he kind of secondarily went to Travis Etienne, right? How different would it be like if Tony falls to them and then maybe they don't bring in ETN in the top of the second round or even a high running back. You know, maybe it's a later round guy that comes into the mix and then holy crap, James Robinson's worth two first. You know what I mean? Moving forward, like we, we can't go back. That's not what happened. But 
is James Robinson a guy you're willing to trade away? Or what are you what are you having to get to move a guy like that? Because I don't think you can get the value for what he's going to do to your team this year, right? I, I believe James Robinson, I have a solid workload. Urban wants to run the ball way more than people want to, want to talk about. Even even with uh, uh, Lawrence being there and all the weapons they, they have there, I think his offense still revolves around being able to run the ball and then quick quick screens, quick passes, get the balls into the playmakers. Can you trade away James Robinson right now and feel like you're going to get fair value? <laughs> I don't think you can to, to just answer that with a yes or no. I would probably say no. But I also don't think it's as easy as just a yes or no answer. I think there are moves you could probably make to sort of loosely make you feel good about it. And and that's the tough spot too, because kind of like Tua, like I find that everybody's kind of throwing some shade James Robinson way. But then when I try to get him off your team, it's not speaking the same language. Like it's not computing. Like you don't just want my second. You, you know, you, you said it on, on Twitter that you take a third, but you just rejected my second. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tried like, to add so, two players to the deal or some shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, those people that just, just, just talk the talk, but they're not walking it. And I think that that's what's happening a lot with James Robinson. And I do think that he's going to be productive in that offense with a Travis Etienne. I think they're going to run it a lot there. A move I would probably try to make if I'm selling James Robinson would be maybe approach the AJ Dillon owner and see how they're feeling about AJ Dillon in the moment and, and see, see if you could work something out there. Um, I think they're both similarly valued, but I think one's going to show a little bit more production this year and one has more of a future. And um, I don't know how those talks would go. I haven't tried this. I've looked at some teams and I've been like, man, he's got Travis Etienne. I wonder if I can give him my James Robinson and find a way to peel that AJ Dillon over my way um, because I'm decently fine at running back. Honestly, you know, another point too is like, we love the value we got on James Robinson last year. I believe in James Robinson. So this isn't a cop out, but if you're, if you're relying on James Robinson in this second year for with, with the value you got on him, your team wasn't that good last year, really? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't know how good it is today. If he was the piece that put you completely over the top. So you can afford to move him. If that's the team that you have, if he was your RB two throughout the season after he hit um, a lot of my teams, he's probably my RB five, RB six. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even with the love that I've given him, but that's how my teams are already built. Right. So I can afford to definitely move on to something like an AJ Dillon and wait. But on the other side of that, if your team's kind of crappy, I think the move is still to kind of move on to wait. But then, man, I mean, James Robinson like showed that he can play in this league and he might be in a different situation someday, whether he's a trade chip or something like that. But still, um, if I can find a lucrative way out, I, I think I would take it. I think I can afford to, though. I don't know what other teams look like, you know, if, so it's so tough yeah. to, to say because somebody would he's going to give you RB2 production this year. So in your situation where you don't need Robinson to start for you, you would take Dylan straight up for James Robinson right now in hopes that maybe next year those roles reverse in production and move forward. It's kind of the sliding scale the other way. Where like as you continue to go, you're going to get more from Dylan, less from James Robinson. Like is that that's the game you're willing to play because you have the depth there? Um, is that kind of is that what you're I saying? I think it's a move I'd be willing to make in. Okay. In almost any league, I almost like, I don't know if you could play it, but do you think I could get like a second or third back with the AJ Dillon side or am I, is that, 
you're just like, no, I'd rather just have AJ Dillon. Yeah. I mean, it, it, again, it's going to come down to the person that has that team. I feel like somebody that has AJ Dillon, unless they randomly traded for them last year, it's probably the AJ Dillon of your group, right? In that, and they're not going to do that just because of the simple fact of, I hate it. And I'm probably, I probably do this too, even though I'm going to say I don't. Like last year, we took AJ Dillon at 204. I took James Robinson at 512. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, you're still going to hold a little bit of that, like, in the back of your head when you go to make that deal. Um, I, I don't know that you can get anything on top of it. I think you probably should just for what will happen this year with those goals, unless you have a crazy freak, you know, um, accident yeah. to like Aaron Jones or something like that. Like, I don't think Dylan gets anywhere close to what Robinson will give you this year. But I, I, I don't think that's a – I think that would be a very difficult move to make um, unless maybe you were doing it to, like, the ETN owner. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, if I'm the ETN owner, I don't think I want Robinson. That's not the the group. I that's, I don't know. I don't. I, I try not to play that way. I guess I I try to I try to go the other way, you know, and and get the Dylan with my ETN and see if I can hit home runs on both sides mm-hmm. instead of locking down one. But the Meyer often situation might be one where it doesn't matter if both are going to give me you know low end RB two numbers. I just want to plug that in and have that consistency. Especially if I'm like you and I'm playing that at my flex spot or second flex spot where I'm just like, yeah. that's a solid number. I'm not worried about it. It's it's my 12 to 18 points, depending on if he gets the touchdown that week. And I'll fill in the rest with even higher studs because where I got him. Yeah. Um, but but <sighs> yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm fine riding out James Robinson for the year, though. Yep, so yep. And, and I know you don't totally like this, but what I'm going to do if I have James Robinson is see if I can get Travis Etienne from them because I do not mind having, I feel like it's a way of protecting my assets in a way. So if I can like find a way to give you Miles Sanders plus for your Travis Etienne even, and I know I said plus, but I'm willing to kind of like get the younger running back, lock down that backfield and secure my assets and that's another move i might be willing to make but if i had an etn share and you had a miles sanders share i feel like we could probably work something out because you went right from my heartstrings there so that's that's, that's kind of a low blow but i, I feel you <laughs> so um, man. i wrote right i wrote down a couple other running backs here higher level guys and, and i'm like they're not necessarily older but right like the derrick henry's the zeke and i even went to like dalvin um, are those guys you feel like you can get enough for to trade away? Because I, I feel like I see people talking about these guys have already hit the cliff or, you know, Derek Henry had over 2000 yards last year. He's not going to do that again. It's already past the time when you should have got out. Uh, are, are you willing to take a perceived value discount, which is probably phrasing that you don't like, right? Like I, I get that part too, but are, are you willing to take that perceived discount in value because I, it's it's already past the prime of getting out. Like it, it, at this point, they've already peaked and they're only going to slowly start to come down. And that's without an injury happening. If an injury happens and we could see a drastic decline in their perceived value. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what what am I taking? What am I getting for, for said players? So I gave, to, I gave to, a to shout me, out Larry Monkey. I gave Larry Monkey a 2022 first and a 2023 first in a 16 team super flex for his Derrick Henry about probably two months ago. And I still feel Ooh. good about it today. Mm-hmm. I mean, 16 teams I mean, and, and the way running backs are in that economy, yeah. like I'm hoping to make his picks worse. I'm not really like too stoked about next year's draft. I know my picks are going to go up in value on his roster 
Um, the 2023 one hurts a little bit, but I feel like it gives me a chance to maybe put some money in my pocket in the meantime. And um, I like Derrick Henry, dude. Derrick Henry somebody I got out of a little bit too quick because it was like that third year. And I'm just like, man, you don't wait three years for running backs. And I, I had so much Derrick Henry back in the day, like his mm-hmm. rookie season. Um, and then I slowly faded him away. And that was one of my a big dynasty regret. And uh I think that he's going to be all right, man. Like he, he didn't have that huge of a workload back in those Demarcus Murray days. I think that he's he's sure. a young twenty seven. If I, as far and as I hear you, go. and I've heard yeah, and I've and I've heard you make that statement a, a few times. To, to me, at this point, I think we're far enough removed from that where that doesn't bother me. Any, um, that doesn't affect me anymore in my decision making because of the the such large amount of workload he has had in the last couple of years since Murray has left. Right, like. Nobody ever repeats 2,000 yards without going down like whatever it is, like 20% the next year minimum or something crazy like that. Look, if you get 1,600 yards out of Derrick Henry this year, you're still going to be happy because the touchdowns and that kind of shit will still be there, right? But Derrick Henry, even if he goes out and puts out 2,000 yards again this year, which hasn't happened before, you're never going to get two first back for him again in that league, right? Like, do you think you could get two first from Um, him next year or something this year? Right? Like, right. I mean, probably that's, that's not, kinda, but I mean, less to me about what you're giving, getting, but it's, it's more to the fact of, are, are you buying a player that passes peak or are you trying to sell a player well below that peak and you're okay, willing to take, taking that? I think, I mean, I think if we were to put those two first in a trade calculator today and Derrick Henry in a you 16 win. team super flex, I'm still winning. Um, I, I don't think yeah. that I paid a lot Agreed. to be completely honest with you. Uh, um, so will I get two first back? I, I don't know. I, I'm not trying to. Uh, I can tell you that. But I mean, I might no, get I, a player I like. I can probably find another way to manipulate the market at some point. That's that's what I do. <laughs> right. And, and, and man, again, it's, that's, so it's that's why a tough this, one, you know. <laughs> right. And that's and that's why I kind of wanted to to not tell you the the idea for this show. Because it, it's you're probably not the not the right person isn't the right word you know what I mean but this isn't how you look at things playing and I and I get that part of it but again like I'm trying my you, best you said there, dude you, you don't know if you can get two first from it no you're good dude that's again that's, <laughs> I, I like I like getting you maybe out of your comfort zone a little bit because the conversation goes in all different directions I'm 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 not even thinking it will which is like awesome obviously why i like just talking to you outside of podcasting and and texting and stuff because you definitely think of things differently than i do i think that's made me a better player overall but that's that's right there like you don't know if you can get to first whether or not you try to get to first for him isn't the question it's you bought him for two first and even though you feel like you didn't pay a lot for him and you probably win that in a calculator the that value number whatever it is you're probably not ever getting back so you're okay buying that because what he's going to do for you in 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 the now right but you're probably never going to recoup that back in the same way if you go and win or make some money then great and it's worth it to you and 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 i'm fine with that too i'll pay up and and give up a few years in the future if i need to if it means i actually win now right if i win a league right now Money-wise, I've probably bought myself at least five years of buy-ins for that league. Yeah. Sometimes a lot more, right? Sometimes so pays for a couple of leagues, I don't, yeah. 
Right. Or, or multiple leagues or allows me to get into others. But I don't I don't necessarily need to win that league again for a few years to feel like I'm still successful in that league. I've I've made my point. I obviously, I want to keep winning, but I've kind of I've greened in that league and I'm up for a few years. Mm-hmm. So so I get that point. But it's more along to just that, again, that perceived value, which is something you you don't really care about or market value. Right. F the market. You're your own market. And, and in each league, you're, you're the own market. But the the dynasty order, when people come to you and ask you questions for it, and I'm like, well, I would pay that, but Twitter wouldn't, or Twitter right. says, I, dynasty Twitter says I should do this, and there's no way I would do that. But that's where everybody is, is or you know, coming to you and asking questions from is also getting their information, and it might be all 11 other people in that league are doing the same thing. You can't make certain moves because of what the the community feels about a player, even if you feel oppositely from it. So right. that's, that's just kind of where I was going with, with, with some and of that. I think a tough part about um, that too I, is like, you might be able to find your out, but if this trade all works out for you or for me, I'm not going to want to. Cause I think your out is when you see that your team is out of contention and that's when you can start looking to the contenders to see what they pay. And that's when they'll make silly moves to try to make their teams better in that moment. But that only works for me if my team mm-hmm. is out of contention. So if I'm in it, I'm not going to have my out there when I need it, if that makes any sense. But if I do find myself like yep. in the bottom eight and I feel like, oh, man, this just isn't working out. You might be able to find an out, whether it's going for injured guys or it might not be two first. But, you know, maybe you maybe Waddle doesn't hit mm-hmm. as quick as he think you we think he is. And maybe you find a way to get like yeah. Waddle, A.J. Dillon in a first for from a contender. You know what I mean? Right. You just bring A.J. Dillon up into this too much. But but I don't know. Sure. So I think there is an out. But your contention cycle that we don't know right now is what's going to hold you back from moving him if you're a good team. And Larry won last year and then he just blew it up. So I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to try to go for Derrick Henry. OK, like there you go. Yeah. No. I like that. I mean, you got you always have your little pivot. You can you can move over to even if it means you're not getting what you paid for it. But now you can take those chances somewhere else. Um, mm-hmm. When I was thinking about this, I kind of got to the point of uh, that, that brought me back to to very early on, and I want to say maybe even like our first season of doing this together. And I was like, I don't want some of these guys to end up um, guinea pigging me, or as we 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 so named the. Doug, Doug Martin muscle hamster that yeah. we changed to the guinea pig because I, I think I had Doug Martin in a trade and he just ended up just dying on my team because he just turned to dust and nothing. Um, and That makes me sad now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got guinea pigged by my damn self and then we came He's up with the same He's a great example though cool. of like kind of waiting no, right. for value to increase. Yeah. And I never I never got my pivot you know what I mean to pivot to another area. Um a, a quick little spin on this and then kind of kind of a little bit, I guess. But um, this year, if you still have had your rookie draft, is there a point like 201? Would you give next year's first or 201 considering how you like this class? And it is the now right now, the now right now. I didn't make no damn sense, but you got what I'm saying. Like, is there yeah, is there a line and players that you're like, hey, it's second round, but I can take that player right now. And I feel maybe better about what that player will be even coming into next year, let's say you're a really good team. You never finish more than, you know, you're always top half of the league, always in the playoffs. So your, your pick's going to be 107 or you yeah. probably always feel like it's 112. But in that higher range, are you okay giving that for a 201 this year? 
Ah, man, I probably would. in that early second round that you're comfortable with. Yeah, man. I mean, if the right guy's there, I think I would give a, I think I would give you a first today for guys like Waddle. I know I'll give you a first plus for Waddle if he falls there. He might not make it to me. I know I would give you a first for Trey Sermon if he, you know what I mean? So I'm just kind of thinking like, I know you okay. were during the draft for your question, but I'm thinking post draft, like, yeah, I'd send you a first for yeah. some of these guys if they're there. So if I'm on the clock and the right guys there or some crazy reason, Mac Jones falls there, I'm happy to give a first sure. for the 201 and to not be a selfish prick about it. I'll, I'll do the deal before we even get there. I'll take the risk on. Gotcha. Okay. I've, Does that make sense? It's, it's a, it, it definitely makes sense. It's it's a bit of a tough pill for me to swallow. I guess there would be a few players that if I felt like if they slid there, 201's on the clock now, and I'm like, yeah, you want my first next year? There's a few players like you I, like you mentioned um, that I might do it for. I'm always like, man, what if I have one injury or two injuries go bad, and that ends up being the 103? Like, no, I shouldn't have probably paid that for Waddle. Yeah. You know what I mean, as much as I like Waddle, like, uh, you see a lot of, you know, making trades on Twitter, and this is definitely a late first next year. Uh, I've never finished worse than X amount, right? But you, right. you've never finished worse until you have, right? And then, yeah. oh, my God, like, I thought my picks were going to be awesome, and now I gave you the 104 right. F. You know what I mean? That that part. Yeah. So that's that's tough pill for me to swallow, and I would usually tell people, oh. like, if I have an early second rounder and you want to come get it for your first rounder next year, I'm doing it. Even as yeah. bad as we perceive next year's class at this moment to be, right? There's going to be lots of players that emerge, and in a super flex league, everybody gets slid back anyways. So, yeah, um, I, I would, I'm going to play both sides there. I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? If you came at me with your first next year, I'd probably be like, yeah, yeah, let's probably do that. And at the same yeah. time, like you said, there's a few players where. Yeah, I'll go ahead and give you that first two. So it's funny. It's too, definitely dude. player dependent. Like the flip side of that is you'll see people being like, it's definitely a top two pick next year. Like I traded <laughs> right. him away this player. It's a definite top two player. And it's like, well, why is that team trying to make his team better if it's a definite top two pick? Like you just gave him like all that talent. And, you know, right. and it's just those and little things that people that don't bad? think about. Like he's that not trying to get, that have that bad? be a right. top pick dude like right. <laughs> you never know dude what way those are gonna go or i've had good teams do bad and bad teams do good so it can go both exactly. ways exactly i definitely had some more names written down here it's all it's all kind of the same stuff um we'll see if at some point down the road certain topics like this comes back but uh i think I think it's about the time for you to show the work that you put into this show today. Break, <laughs> oh, break down the two-minute breakdown. The pressure's on after <laughs> I complained about it. Um, no, man, you put some work into that, too. Like That that was fun. That was interesting. That's uh, some good conversation my, points for later, too. Oh, nice. Bring up some nice. chicken scratch. <laughs> nice. Not going to show you mine. Notepad and pen. You'll, you'll, you know you'll read through all yeah, my that would questions be you're about to hear. Nice try. I do good. <laughs> To anybody that doesn't know, he's about to get 12 demanding questions thrown at him, and he has to answer them as quick as he can uh, in the two-minute time allowed. As Two Drink would say, we're hoping he does this without thinking. It's not hard for you. That's what you'd say. That's what you'd say. Let's freaking do this. Are you ready? I can't think either. This will be good. <laughs> I'm ready. And now, your two-minute break time. This oh, is, I'll start off easy. How fast does sound travel? Uh... 212 miles an hour. 
761 miles per hour. You were close. Um, DJ DJ Moore or Terry McLaurin? Uh, DJ Moore. Most important backup quarterback? Uh, can I say Mac Jones and cheat? I'll give you Cam Newton, sure. Starting tight end for Jags. <laughs> Tim Tebow. A player you want on all of your teams. Can't be Tim Tebow. <laughs> you can't stop laughing. You can't stop laughing about the last one, Tim Tebow. <laughs> Uh, I would really love to have Tua on every Superflex team I have. I am a fan, but I, I think I'm with you. That that's gonna that's gonna increase big time. Yep. What does a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? And the Eiffel Tower. I don't know. They are both parasites. Parasites. <laughs> <laughs> More fantasy points this year. Melvin Gordon or James Robinson? Ooh. I think that's close, dude. I really do. <sighs> I'm going to F. I'm going to say mm-hmm. James Robinson barely, but because Melvin probably gets a couple games suspended for the DUI. Mm. Best Disney movie. Oh, shit. Oh, man, I did not do good. I don't know how to answer that, dude. Robin You've answered Hood. it before. We're gonna throw it way that, back. That's a pretty good one. It's two Florida guys, two two new guys to two different teams for my Florida friend. Two drink minimum. Would you prefer Marvin Jones or Gross Ass Will Fuller? Um, Gross Ass Will Fuller. Will Stupid Fuller. That's <laughs> his name in my phone. A player that you are avoiding or want to sell. Player I'm avoiding or want to sell. Um. Rogers. <laughs> oh, wow. Just look at my chicken scratch. Plant your flag on a 2021 rookie. Plant my flag on Skip. You did not stretch out for this. <laughs> Correct. Was that the last one? Did you answer? I said skip. Oh, how many games will Ryan Fitzpatrick start? 14. Wow. Plant your flag on a 2021 I don't, I don't rookie. I don't know if I believe the Heineke love like you do. Damn it, we're back to that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I, 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 I'm huge on Waddle. I love Waddle, right? I, it might be a little too easy if if you've listened to me at all or found me talking about that somewhere. Um, I like Michael Carter a lot, too. I think, I think there's something there that there's a solid role, even though he's a fourth rounder. I know that's tough, but I, I think Michael Carter is going to return more value this year than people are expecting. Do you feel like do you feel like it's unfair that Chris Manhurts has to train Tim Tebow to take his job? What's that? Do you feel like it's unfair that Chris Manhurts has to train Tim Tebow to take his job? No, that's business, right? <laughs> it is kind of the way it goes, isn't it? Just, just, just <laughs> this is your new this is your new boss, get him ready. Yeah. That, look. That happens in the corporate world sometimes too. You know what I mean? That's not just relegated to NFL. Sometimes you do it and you don't even realize it. You know yeah. I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Well, this Good has been time. a lot of fun. I, I can see we have to go. Unfortunately, that is true. Lunch break is over. He is the one and only FL2 drink minimum. I am Swagzilla Zero G. This is, I'm messing all this up. Can't find my right plugs. Right. We're out. Zero Zero G at FF underscore breakdown. We're out. Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what music's playing right now, fucking leave it. <laughs> We're out. Whether it's right or not, it's over. Yeah. We'll, leave it. we'll stop the music and do another plug if we have to. 
You never know what happens here. Do people really enjoy this? I swear. <laughs> right. Apparently, I enjoy it. I enjoy Find a way it to too. do it more often. Even if those of you listening for some reason don't enjoy it, but are still listening at this point, that makes no sense either. But, but, but you're honestly, still here listening to it. Honestly, though, I, I appreciate everybody, man. A lot of positive feedback the last time two drink and I hit the mic. So awesome to have everybody sticking around. It it's definitely motivates us to continue to my find heart. time for this. Yes. Yeah. It's it's you know. Like I said, I've had a lot of personal shit going on and sometimes it's hard to get on or work's just crazy. I always feel better after doing one of these shows and to get any kind of positive feedback from people that are either stuck with us and you know see it pop up on the feed or you know hit us up on Twitter. I, I just want to say I appreciate y'all a bunch. Like, I, it means a lot to me. We're supposed to leave already. I'm out. Gotta go. Fucking do this. Patients are here. I gotta leave. Oh my gosh. Good stuff, dude. Have a good one, bro.